if you look at all of scripture, I'm not sure if uh, anyone is put on guard more than the scribes, the Pharisees, the synagogue leaders. In fact, uh, it's got to believe even a present day clergyman a little bit self-conscious. Have you seen my long robes here? Anybody else wearing long robes, you know? How about a seat of honor? Uh, anybody else get one of those up here, huh? Or uh, the fact that, uh, that uh, we accept the greetings in the marketplace, they were rabbi and we were father. But it clearly is a case where Jesus is wanting his apostles, certainly he wants us, his followers, to be humble in carrying ourselves and in representing him. The contrast, of course, comes in the second part of the gospel, and that mirrors really closely our first reading. And each has to do with a poor widow, very poor widow. We know, of course, in this particular gospel passage that uh, Jesus points out to his apostles the fact that the widow has left a few coins. I think it says there all that, uh, uh, all that she gives, she gives from her poverty and she contributes her whole livelihood. And I have to say, as I look back in my own life, and, and sometimes uh, I've been in discussion with others like that, I, I have to admit that there have been times when I've been a bit skint, broke, that uh, if I've got a couple of bucks in my pocket, I'm going to keep it there rather than give it to somebody else. Huh? I'm very, very good at giving to people from my, need, my excess and not my need. Fortunately, I don't have much need and haven't through most of my life. But here certainly was an example of someone who was giving their all to the temple treasury. But perhaps there isn't a, uh, a better example of a, a poor widow facing the kinds of problems that were there than we, we have in that first reading. The uh, Book of Kings tells us about the prophet Elijah, and at a time of great drought and great famine in Israel, he arrives and uh, addresses a widow who's gathering sticks. And when he asks her to, but he adds, please bring a bread. How she probably wished she had a bit of bread, but she's in the process of gathering sticks to bake with a little bit of flour she has left and a little bit of oil. And she knows that when she has finished eating, her and her son, that they will die. I've never been that poor, never, ever, where I, I knew that I was probably eating my last meal, that, uh, that we are certainly, in this particular case, giving from our need. She had no excess at all. But Elijah did push her on it, the, the prophet. And, uh, and so once he suggests the making a little cake, bringing it to him, then uh, fixing up for her son, uh, then the great miracle works for this uh, widow. Uh, the jar of flour does not go empty, the jug of oil does not run dry, and 
And not only is uh, Elijah fed here, but for an entire year, the woman and her son are. I don't want to ignore the second reading, though, because it's a, a reminder to us of, of the reality of the salvation of Christ and that his role is very well defined. You know, when we talk about uh, the sacrifice of the Mass, we don't re-sacrifice Jesus. That's a remembrance of that. Uh, do this in memory of me. But we, we know that uh, uh, Jesus, once his uh, position is established, and of course we establish that in our Feast of Christ the King in a couple of weeks, we know that uh, his role in the taking away of sins is absolutely paramount, and it is his suffering done once on, on uh, Good Friday that uh, frees us to enter the kingdom of heaven. And, and, and so that's why we honor Jesus as king. You know, that's, uh, that's, that's an honor that's, that's given deservedly, of course, and, and uh, he is the king of heaven and earth. He is the king of the universe. And, and so it is that we want to live humbly. We want to share what we have. And we want to truly appreciate what it is to be saved, to have our sins washed away. And... Uh, and I don't think there's a, a, a worry that we have to have. Some people will express it to me, well, how can one person take away the sins of all the world? But when it's the Savior of, a, of a, if it's God the Son, the second person of the Trinity, when uh, it's someone who has lived a sinless life, when it's someone who endures unspeakable pain and rejection, yes, that can take away the sins of the world. We are blessed to know that ourselves today.